Hey everyone, and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me for another Now What Wednesday. Jessica Stevens here, and it is we're wrapping up August, guys. Oh my goodness, how did that summer fly off so fast? Next week, we're going to be, you know, back to school and back to life and back to regular scheduled programming for many people who had the opportunity to kind of unplug and unwind and step away for the summer, which is so needed, especially for those who live in the more northern places like we do here in Canada. Summertime is so magical and special just because it's such a short season for us. But yeah, today on the show, we have a very inspirational story with a brand new friend of mine, Mai Lenz, and I just met her. She was so full of energy. I loved her story and her positivity and just infectious spirit. And she's going to be coming on and sharing her story about becoming a photographer. And what I love about her story is that it really made me think about so many times in my own life when I was really unhappy with a service or a product or something that I paid for. And I thought to myself, like, I could totally do this better. (laughs) right? Maybe some of you have like had that thought too, where you're like, really, this, this is it, I could have done a better job. But most of us actually don't do anything with that. After we say those words about my did, she is going to be sharing about how a poor portrait photography session with her young daughters inspired her to pick up a camera and become a photographer herself. So without further ado, let's learn a little bit about her. Uh, She is a portrait and personal branding and fine art photographer, a speaker, podcaster, and philanthropist passionate about helping women lead unapologetically. Her focus is to help women entrepreneurs increase brand awareness to generate more leads, save time, and increase sales to grow their small businesses. Her photo shoots are a personal and transformational experience. So without further ado, let's get to the now what. Have you ever had a situation happen in your life that you weren't expecting, good or bad, and said to yourself or out loud, oh my gosh, I just fill in the blank. Now what? Me too, friend. Me too. I've had quite a few actually. And in the moment, I never knew what I was going to do next. Of course, I had to figure it out. Sometimes the hard way, but I did figure it out. So join me and some amazing guests this season as we all share our own I just blank now what stories so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Well, hello to the beautiful Mai. Hello. How are you this morning? I am doing great. How about yourself? I'm good. It's, you know, the weather is getting warmer here. So that's always a good thing. So excited to reconnect with you. I loved our our first chat when we got connected and I just kind of, I loved your story. And so I'm so grateful that you said yes to coming on the podcast and thank you for having me on your podcast. It's always nice to do a podcast swap. So uh, here we go. But um, obviously I just read your wonderful bio to all the listeners But I always love for guests to come on the show and share something about themselves 
uh, in their own words that they want the audience to know about them. So what do you want the people to know about you? Oh, me and you were chatting about how I just blank about something, right? (laughs) And that was me buying a camera and then just being like, what? Now, what do we do with this thing? Mm -hmm. I did not go to school for photography. I went to school for web design. And you and I, we were talking about marketing and all that goody, all that stuff that we, we love about, you know, design. But in 2010, my daughters were about four and six, I think. I didn't have a good experience with the company that were doing my photographs, my family pictures. Mm-hmm. And one day I said, you know what? I'm so mad because I felt like, and I told you this before, I felt like I was at the social security, like next, come on next. <laughs> and you know, it's like, okay, we have so many people so that they don't take care of like really you, right? And that's what we all crave, like that personal touch. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to become a photographer. So I started doing a research and how hard can this be, right? You just snap a picture and boy, was I wrong. I was dead wrong. And I started doing research. I started saving. And since I didn't go to school for this, this sometimes got on my way. And I remember one day I was having a conversation with my cousin. She was so awesome. She was my first baby picture. I'm like, I need to practice with someone. You're it. You have a a new baby. So let's get some pictures done. And I was sweating. I was trying to be the best because this is a newborn baby. Like if you, if anybody out there is thinking about baby pictures, please hire somebody that has experience with babies. They're very delicate. Those pictures that you see, they're like, like five pictures that become one. So please, please hire somebody that knows what they're doing. And she said, so I was having this conversation with her and I was looking at her picture and I was like, oh, (laughs) because I was comparing my one year before to this new picture that we did. Right. So I was like, oh, my God. And I hope I didn't say anything like really bad. (laughs) But she looked at me and she said, you know, you're looking at them from an artistic point of view, but I'm looking at it from a mom's point of view. And these pictures for me are priceless. You gave me something. And I'm paraphrasing here because I don't remember exactly her words, but she said, you gave me something like, I'm going to remember this moment. I'm going to remember this experience because I was here with you. I was holding my baby. And all I can remember was that time. I just want to go in into these pictures and just hold my baby again because she's not a baby anymore. She was about maybe a year, two years. And she's like, I I just want to go and hold her. And I remember, I was like, right. This is why I opened my business in the first place. This is why I got into photography for the, you know, in the first place to give my clients the best experience ever, because I didn't have that. 
And I wanted for them to have that. And that changed everything for me. I started going to photography classes, workshops, and doing a lot of YouTube videos (laughs) and learning how to really use the camera as a tool because what's here is what matters. The tools that we use to help people are just tools. We just have to learn how to use them to give the best for, for others. And, and that's how I started in photography. And I started learning. And another thing that happened was I was working at the hospital doing newborn photography. And it, that was back in 2012 when I, you know, I started doing the newborns and I started going into the, uh, I started working for another company doing newborns. And I walked in into this room and I told my mom, hi, mom, are you ready to have your pictures taken? And that dad said, oh, no, not her. Just the baby. She looks fat and ugly. And I would love to think that was her words before I came into the room, because every cell in my body wanted to punch this man in the face. So I just looked at her and and I said, you know, and again, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember. That was so long ago. And I said, you know, mommy, you look so beautiful right now when your baby looks back at these pictures and she sees you, she's going to remember and she's going to say, my mom was there. Look how beautiful she was. And you're going to remember even the smell of her face of her feet or whatever because when we have kids the first thing you do is like smell them I I look at pictures and and I just want to get in there and I remember the smell of my babies Mm -hmm. well my second baby because my my first baby because the first one was a I saw her like 24 hours after because it was a an emergency c-section yeah and I couldn't see her because I had fever and nobody knew why I had fever So I didn't see her until, but I still remember her smell either way. (laughs) 24 hours later. Her day old smell, not her like newborn smell, but her day old smell, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, you know, and, and this is why I got so deep into my photography, because for me, it was more than just a paper that I was giving my, my clients. It, It was a transformational experience. So it was personal and transformational. And I fell in love more and more with my craft and I started learning more. So I've been in this um, journey of really learning how we as women perceive ourselves and our bodies. And yeah, I've been on this big journey. (laughs) There's there's so much that I want to go back and unpack of what you've already shared, considering that was just like, hey tell us about you. Like you just dove right in. So we're going to, we're going to rewind the tape a little bit here. We're going to back this up. (laughs) So, okay. So you were, you were a mom. You, you went to, was it like one of those department store? um, Yes. (laughs) I don't want to say names, but it was a department store. (laughs) But it was definitely not like a boutique experience. This was like, right. You were at the mall. It was a department store. There was a lot of beige going on. Right. Like if I remember they pull down the screen. You can p- pick a different background. Oh and my goodness. Yeah. Snap, snap. Right. That was, that right. was 
we're just painting the picture here for the, the for the listeners. Yeah, I can imagine that being a little bit like a, a bit of a cattle call and it feeling like, you know, Christmas time and everyone's just like waiting for Santa and snap the picture and go and go, right? Like it would, that was the experience that you had? Right, right. And, you know, and that was because somebody told me, hey, go here and just do your pictures here. And because they're cheap and yeah. you get what you pay for. Yeah. I mean, some photographers were pretty good. I have some pictures, you know, memorable pictures, and I had a good time. I guess the experience was different. There was this photographer that I would pray every time, and I didn't know better. I just went to them because, you know, I just went to them because it was recommended by other people. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'll go there. I got used to it. But then, you know, it's like. When you were there, you're like. It's time to change. This is not, this is not for me. So when you, was it the experience more that was so unappealing or when you actually physically got your pictures back and you looked at them, did you hate them? It was both. This is what, this is what's interesting about this. When I had a great experience and I love the photographer, I love the experience. I bought more pictures and she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have new people. Sometimes there are students that don't really care about the customer experience. They just want to be there because, you know what? They're students. They just want to get money. They want to, you know, that's not what they want to do. So I think it was, you know, I didn't get a good experience. They didn't know what they were doing. So I didn't get what I wanted. I didn't get good pictures. I didn't get good experience. I bought like maybe one or two because I was there. I had already, you know, makeup and everything. Minute, yeah. and, <laughs> and my babies, you know, that day is not going to come back again. Yeah. Okay. So it was A, the experience, but B, the actual product, which is, you know, the reminder of the experience, which is what I actually loved about what you shared is like, when people look at the photo, even if it's not the technically most perfect, you know, image maybe there's even a like a little fleck here or something like maybe there there's a little bit of a thing about it that's not quote unquote perfect but they don't even care about that because it's taking them back to the experience of actually taking the photos and the day of and what was going on and that's the memory that gets triggered when they look at it exactly so you know for me that's what it is photography it's a personal and transformational experience so when I am working with the client, I only have one client that day. Mm -hmm. This is all about you. This is about how you want to feel. I want you to look at yourself in a different light because the first thing that people are going to tell you, it's everything they hate about themselves. And if they come with kids, they're going to tell you, oh, no, just do my kids and maybe I'll, I'll, you know, I'll show up here and there, but mommy, you need to show up in pictures because one day those pictures are going to be priceless for your children. I I love that. Thank you for unpacking that. My next one was that moment in the hospital when you were, and with the dad, (laughs) (laughs) like good for you for, for not, you know, speaking your mind to him and saying what I know you were probably thinking. And turning to her, (laughs) what was her reaction to you saying what you said? Like, was she now like, no, I want to be in this photos. Like what happened there? I can remember her expression. 
Mm-hmm. I might not I might not remember the exact words that I was saying, but I remember that moment even so many years um after. She was looking down, of course, because like I said, maybe she had expressed that feelings to him. <laughs> or I would like to think that happened. And she was looking down and it looked like they were having an argument mm. or something. Uh, but that was the feeling that I got when I walked into the room and the baby was really close to her. So I just pushed the cart a little more closer to her and she just looked down to the baby. And when I was taught, so when I gave my attention to her um, after I was in shock of what he said, <laughs> I just completely 100% turned my attention to her and I said, whatever came from my heart, she just looked like she was at peace. It was this happiness. Even even when we're in pain, after giving birth, (laughs) whether it's a C-section or, you know, or natural birth, just having the baby there, it completely changes your, your perceptions or your feelings. So her face just went at ease. And she just grabbed the baby's hand usually they put they wrap them like the little cocoons but the, the baby had like the arms like this right and for the viewers I'm just putting my arms like close to my my face <laughs> for the listeners because they're probably I don't know if you're gonna do a video as well here but she had the hands like this and she just put her finger in between her fingers one finger in between her fingers Maybe and I know, yes, I know, I know that she felt like crying. And I, I'm I'm even getting a little tear up right here <laughs> because I remember that day and it completely changed the, the way I, I approach my photography. And that's why I just love what I do. What I'm taking from that moment is that you actually gave her permission to be in the moment and be herself with this baby, no matter how she may have been feeling about herself, her appearance, you know, she could have very well have been in pain, but just like gave her permission to be present. And that's probably what came through on those photos, huh? Yes. Yes. So your passion for newborn photography, that's where you started, right? You, you use that. I moved on. (laughs) You started with, with newborns. And then where did you go? Where did your photography career take you after that? Oh, I'm so glad that you that you asked that question because I started exploring more and my soul was craving to express my creative side, right? And I started doing more artistic, more dark art because I wanted to express my feelings, what I was feeling back in when I was 21, I had an abortion and I started creating art and I didn't understand why was I so into like creating this type of work. And, and I started going into that route and I would look at places and I'm like, oh my gosh, this will be like the perfect place for me to take a picture. But I wasn't thinking about the those beautiful, sexy, fashionable pictures. I was just thinking about a woman with the crazy hair and 
and I actually have that picture <laughs> with the crazy hair and with a, a little doll hanging from her hand. And I was like, what does this mean? So I was like, oh, I get it. So I started going back to those feelings that I had oppressed, I guess, from back in when I was 21, now being on my 30s-ish, <laughs> 30-ish. <laughs> and, you know, I started exploring that. And I, I remember that I was like, you know what, I'm going to start writing a book. And for the past three years, I've been trying to finish this book about abortion and the journey of women and men. Although men haven't come forward to talk to me about, you know, their feelings, because they probably have feelings. Mm -hmm. I hope they do. <laughs> but it, it was more for the women to express what they were going through. What do they have regrets? Do they have not regrets? So it was more about expressing what's in their heart, whatever that is. So I started creating art and I did my first gallery show. I think it was 2014, 15. I don't remember, but I did my first gallery show about Unborn. And that's how it all started. I started creating art. And now I move on to personal branding because it wasn't just art. That was personal for me. That was something um, that you needed to release. That, that is something that I needed to release and something that I that has been in the back of my mind to help other women and do the same. So now I'm working on something that I, I haven't released to the world, but I want to do with other women. And that is to express themselves, whatever that might be, whether it's in a fashionable way or in an artistic way, like, you know, expressing how they feel inside, whether it's sad, whether it's looking at yourself in the mirror. And by the way, that's one. <laughs> I created that one too. Looking at yourself in the mirror with, with tears in your eyes and, and looking crazy, whatever that is, whatever, however you want to express yourself. So those are two things that I'm doing. But personal branding, it's in my heart. It, it's my bread and butter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my better half. <laughs> because I love business. I love talking about, you know, what is what what are you doing? What are your dreams? What, whether it's working for somebody else, you still need a personal brand. Mm -hmm. Because to go to the next level, you need to show up. You need to show the boss that you are the right fit for that position, right? An entrepreneur. I, I love learning about your products and about, you know, the story on, on the podcast that we had, you know, how you became an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I love those stories and, and I just get so excited about it. So personal branding is where I'm at right now. Well, that is quite the photographic journey from being a mom standing in the department store, hating, hating your pictures <laughs> where you are now, which is quite the journey. I, 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 I know that it, it's no coincidence that that experience happened. It, it happened for a reason. And it was because it needed to invite you to tap into a part of yourself that you never even potentially knew, but you stood there in that moment and been like, I could do this. <laughs> I right. could do a better job of this than, than I got. And normally that's how it all kind of starts is some, there's a trigger in someone's life, whether it be external or internal, been like, 
no, this, this is, this is something that I need to do. So you talk about the fact that you're self-taught, right? You started with YouTube and learning. Did you end up at, at any point actually going and taking formal photography classes? I do have a mentor. I think that's very important. Uh, she's a mentor and a coach, and she's a coach for hundreds of women, not just me. And I'm part of a big uh, community of photographers. But like going back to the normal school, like going back to college for no, 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 no. I went back to school when I was in my uh, 20s to study web design. I graduated two years of college. And I was like, no, school is just not for me. me. (laughs) I hope my daughters are not listening. (laughs) But I'm just very disciplined when it comes to learning. I I just love learning. Um, I'm very curious. And by the way, people, curiosity did not kill the cat. That was for, I'm guessing, your parents telling you to stay there, stay there, be quiet. I'm doing something. But curiosity did not kill the cat. That will help you grow in your business. Stay curious. <laughs> so yeah, so there is different, definitely a difference between going to school and learning. Because yeah, yeah as you said, like we're all we're all learning all the time. We are forever students of students yes. of life, right? Even if it's not in the formal sense. And I love the fact that, or here's a, here's my question: is the fact that you didn't go to school photography and you don't have those quote unquote credentials, did that play a part in how you proceeded with your business? Did you ever have moments of doubt of, you know, imposter syndrome? Did you, you know, was there a comparison game going on between and you and other photographers, you know, was, did you ever have any moments where you're like, ah, like I'm not good enough because I didn't go to school for this. Or were you always like, that's the goal. That's the vision. I'm going for it. Like, what was your journey? Because I know that plays a big part for some other people. If, if they don't feel that they're qualified, right. to do this, they have a really hard time doing it. Or well, think, yes, for sure. And that still shows up sometimes. Okay. And at the beginning was, oh man, but you know, I didn't go to school for this. And, but I was so into learning and practicing that I didn't have like really time to compare myself sometimes. <laughs> and because I I opened the business once upon a time. It didn't work out back in 2003 when I graduated from college. And being in business has always been in my heart. So I always I'm I'm always the type of person that if I tell my husband, hey, they're giving this opportunity, let's jump in. And my husband is, whoa, 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 woman, hold your horses. <laughs> Don't jump on this. Like, think about it. I just jump right in. And er- almost everything I do, I just try, I jump right in and learn as I go, right? And yes, a, a lot of times I will be like, darn it, these pictures look horrible. Why can I do that? I can do that. Why can I? And I didn't have the training. So I looked for the training. And until this day, I'm still learning. There's always the next level. And when I catch myself going to another photographer, 
thinking, oh, I wonder how she will do it. Let me go back to her Instagram. And I'm like scrolling endlessly. I'm like, oh, man, how did she do this? And it gives me an opportunity. And here's the trick. It gives me an opportunity to say, how did she do this? Not, oh, look how much better she is than me. Right. How did she do this? She did that. Let me figure out how to do that. And on. And sometimes when we get that imposter syndrome that, you know, because this also slowed down for me was at the beginning was like really loving my craft that I wasn't able to sell it. I couldn't sell it because I was like, ah, but you know, like I can give them, I can work for free pretty much because I was loving it, but I I didn't value my craft enough to charge for it. So that slowed down my progress really, really bad because my my mentor, the mentorship that I was talking to you about, like I started with some photographers at the same time. We discovered these amazing women at the same a woman at the same time. And what took me three years to this other photographer took her a year. And I was like, but we started at the same time. Why? Why was I wasn't valuing it? When I realized I was not valuing my craft, that's when, you know, progress started to take its course. And then, of course, my sister got sick and, and she passed away a year after. So I was in these roller coasters of emotions. And I remember... Because my my business took a toll, like in the wrong direction. And I remember that I was listening to this podcast and um, I think it was Jasmine Starr that said, what you pray for so badly is where you are right now. And I remember, because I've been working since I was 15 years old, and I remember I've been praying so bad to be able to work from home and take care of my kids. And take them, take them to be able to take them to school. So that was another roller coaster that I was navigating through, and that I was, you know, surely, slowly but surely, I've been getting out for the past six years. And yeah, so I think did I answer your question? Because I went, woof. You took it took us along a, a little bit of a journey, but yes, that you were. You took in, you you weren't in comparison mode. You were in inspiration mode. But there was a time when you were comparing yourself to other people's progress, where yeah. they were compared to you. And that's that's the thing is like we always think about time as this the linear right thing. But time is not linear for some people, mm-hmm. and it's not about oh I've been doing this for so long. This is where I should be because. Well, maybe that photographer literally spent 24 hours a day taking pictures and you were taking pictures for three hours a day. Right. <laughs> um, the t- like the volume in which you're doing something in a time frame. Also, people don't really remember that either, right? My husband, as you know, is a pilot. And in their world, no one asks you how long you've been flying. The only thing they ask each other is how many hours do you have? And when you go for a job, they don't care, you know, the number of years. All they look at the total number of hours you have flown. They're flying. Wow. Qualifier, because it doesn't matter the length of time that that took. It's the fact that 
you have, you, you've accumulated the hours. Right. Because you might be flying for 10 years and out of those 10 years, just one year, once, like once every year, (laughs) one flight a month, or are you like flying every day? Right. So it's actually irrelevant when it comes to certain things. And our progress is, is that, you know, one of those places where comparing, you know, where you are in your journey to somebody else, when you start at the same time, it's like, well, maybe they just did more in that time frame than you did. And that's totally okay. There were other things in your life that, that you needed to focus on. So, you know, you, you had a different balance of life, momming, you know, photography, and maybe that person was single she didn't have kids and she could just like go all in. She didn't. That was her season. That was her season. She was single. (laughs) She was single. She was her season. No excuses, though. That that's no excuses because I've seen other women who have three or four children and they still make it. They still do it. They sacrifice a lot of self care and you know. And they there was still a point. There's a point, yeah, that you're gonna burn out. And it's important now that I'm talking about burned out is that you take care of yourself. Because I've been working for as long as I can remember, I've been listening to audiobooks. And I remember when my daughter was just born. I don't know if you know Tony Robbins, and I will get the CDs. Nobody <laughs> knows what that is anymore. <laughs> I will get the CDs because I remember Brian Tracy. He said, You have the most powerful university in the world. It's your car. Get an audiobook and just listen to that. And I was like, that's right. So I, that's what how I started. And I started listening. And sometimes I'll be driving uh, to drop off my kids to head to work. And I'll be listening to Tony Robbins. And he will say, if you're whatever, say I. And I'll be in the car saying, hi. So my daughter in the back will say, <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's good. That's just listening. <laughs> There are little sponges back there strapped into that car seat. They have nowhere to go. They're consuming whatever you're consuming. Yeah. Arbon, uh, no, like a rolling university is your car. Yeah. Right? And that's important. Look, that's what helped me not going to deep depression when my, my um, sister passed away because I was taking care of her, my mom and, you know, my kids, the husband. And, you know, it's like, I don't have time to cry. <laughs> But I was, I was feeling so like when I was alone, like when you're alone, this one is very dangerous. Yeah. And she's pointing to her brain, everyone. She's pointing to her mind. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I forget. <laughs> uh, you know, like your mind, it, it's very dangerous. If, so if you don't really work on your mindset, uh, stop comparing, just work on your mindset. And, and that's so powerful. I love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So I love to ask this question to all my guests too, is now what, what's going on with you and your business? Where are you? You know, obviously you answered this a little bit, but you know, what's new now? What, what next project are you working on? Oh my goodness. I have a bunch of projects. One of them is my book about abortion. I'm, I'm looking for more stories because this is a collection of stories. And this, this one is uh, if somebody's listening out there and they want to participate, if this is not about political or religious. This is about you, what you're feeling, what you want to express, 
I had people email me back and say, my God, I didn't know I needed this. Thank you for listening. And that's what I want. I want to listen to you. And in the book, it doesn't have to be that I'm going to write your name unless you want to. I can just put anonymous. <laughs> this is about sharing our stories with that one older human, that older woman that might be reading your story and you probably will save their life. Is it a photo book? It's a photo book. Yes. I did my first gallery show and I'm going to do another gallery show with the book. And I am hoping, and this is the new thing that I was, that, that you just spark right now. <laughs> and I was hoping that when the book gets released to have a gallery show and for all the women to do like a little retreat and get to know each other. And, and that's something new that I want to do that I just thought about it. <laughs> We're inspiring, you know, new ideas as we talk here on the show. Yes. And this is the wonderful thing about podcasting. Yeah. Um, but you get so many ideas when you get, you know, out there talking to other people and getting to know each other. And I love it. Excellent. All right. Well, we look for, I look forward to seeing what happens with that, with that project. So where can people find you? Where do you like to hang out on the interwebs? If someone is in, you know, the Florida area and is looking for a photographer or wants to participate in this, you know, abortion photo book that you're doing, where can people find you? Oh, that's easy. It's Mayi Lens, Lens with a Z at the end, right? And everybody tells me, oh my God, is that in purpose? No, that's actually my last name. It's <laughs> mylens.com and I'm mylens everywhere. If you find me on LinkedIn, I'm, I believe it's mylens also on Instagram. That's where I love hanging out and Facebook also mylens photography. <laughs> that's where you can find it. That's pretty cool that that's your last name and you ended up getting into the photography space. There is no coincidence there. It's a nice breaker for people because like sometimes they're like so intimidated about talking. And then when I tell them my last name, they start, you know, they start the conversation. <laughs> I love talking to people, but sometimes, you know, it's like, oh my God, they get so like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm afraid of, you know, talking. So when they listen to my last name, it's like, oh, and that's your last name. So, you know, it's like they get excited about talking about something that it's gets yeah. them out of their head. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It was meant to be. You were meant to be a photographer. <laughs> okay, Mayi, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I loved hearing your story and, and the inspiration behind you changing your career and going and becoming a photographer and the passion that you have behind it. it it's evident. I've looked at some of your work. It's gorgeous. So for thank all you. those listeners out there, head to her website, go look at some of her work. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. And she is a self-taught photographer. Lady. Yes. And so I also love that part is that it's never too late to start. Nope. something. And if there's something that you want to do, you can learn how to do it. Yes, for sure. And now that you said that it's never too late, I'm going to end with this. I had this lady, she's 67. And she started her photography career at 67 and she's killing it. Mm -hmm. So it is never too late for you to try something new, fail, try something else. I fell on my first business 
Then I started another one. I lost a little bit of money. Then I started another one. Then I started with photography. And this this is where I'm staying. Yeah. This this is it for you. This is your This place. is it. I'm living my childhood dream. <laughs> awesome. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in for another Now What Wednesday. If this episode resonated with you, please give it a like, a share, subscribe to the show. And if you know somebody who is going through something similar, please share this episode with them because it may inspire them to figure out their very own Now What. All right. And we will see you next week for another episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank Now What? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.